Good morning, good morning. There is such a stillness of peace. And I mean, it could cause you to whisper like, good morning, y'all. Good morning. God's still small voice is so gentle. At the same time, so mighty. You know, so mighty. God speaks so loud and so clear. What's so amazing about being an anchor is that they reward us according to like special occasions. Show you your mark, like usually during the time of Christmas and New Year's. This is how many people you impacted with your vision. This is how many people you impacted with your output, with your words of knowledge or encouragement or with your sense of humor. This is how many people you have blessed. And I'm going to tell you guys, look how many people you bless. Do you know iron shopping iron, whether we verbal or nonverbal? Just by you showing up listening, you're helping me, you're shopping me, you're quickening me? Do you know that? It's not always verbal. We communicate without talking. Do you know that? Because what's in you was in me. The same God who led you to get on here, led me to get on here. And that's called what? Fellowship, togetherness, agape love. So here's my gift to you. Surprise. All these souls, north, south, east, and west, over 75,000, over 85,000 people, 95,000, 100,000 people all around the world. God has drawn unto us to bring unto him. You're not just listening. You're helping. That's like I go to the store and God says, speak to the people and you're right there with me. He told me to speak, but you're standing there. What's in you, it helps me to go forth. That's why God sent us out what? In sets of twos. And that's why Christ said when two or three are gathered, woo, there he is in the midst. It does not mean when we're alone that he's not there. He just letting us know how powerful we are. We're connected. And being connected with the right people, guys. No more looking at somebody on the outside. Oh, I'm going to connect with you because you look like. Oh, I'm going to connect with you because you sound like. How many times we've been proven wrong? Yeah, you look like, but it's not like. Oh, yeah, you sound like, but it's not like. Oh, you don't look like, but you are like. You don't sound like, but you are like. And God connected me with people that was like, hold on, where does all this? Hold on. I didn't know you have all that. See, people may not be talented in other areas, but they gifted in other areas. And when we go and be where we're supposed to be and find where we're supposed to be, that's when we begin to really see God in people, like people see God in us. I may not be a person that just, you understand, skate. But I might be a person that, you understand, make the skates. So being where I belong, then God using me to prosper and just making skates. Just give an example. And not try to skate, wearing skates. <laughs> Even when it comes to being a psalmist, we may not be called to sing, but you could be called to write music. We have to be where we belong. Because if we're not called to sing, guess what? It's not going to sound good. And if we're not called to dance for the Lord, it's not going to look good. But people are going to love it because it's for the Lord. We'd rather see you do it for God than do it for man. I'd rather see you dance for Jesus than dance on the pole. And guess what? We're coming for the poles too. We're coming for the souls that's on the poles. Come on, somebody. You know what's so amazing? God sent guys to me. And I was like, uh... Mm, nah. 
1,002 friend requests from people that I don't even know and don't even know me as to how they came to me. It's God. And majority of them are people that really need God. At first, I was being disturbed. I don't want to see your breast. No one does. No one want to see your butt. No one want to see your private areas, men and women. No one want to see you dance like that. No one want to see you smoke weed or packing guns or going out. And no one wants to see that. No one wants to see you on here arguing, fussing and fighting. No one want to see you walk up to somebody and punch them in the face. And God said, didn't I say I would draw all, 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 all means all men unto myself. So I'm going to bring them to you because I am in you. He's in you as well. So we cannot forget that people are coming in any way, shape, or form. We can't forget that. The things that we shouldn't forget, we keep seeming to forget. Let not our hearts be troubled. Don't forget that. Be slow to speak, quicker to hear. Don't forget that. God is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Don't forget that. God said, get on there, Kodesha. Yes. And tell those who have left congregations to go back. And they know exactly who they are. I want all of you to come together on this podcast or come together, however I have you to come together, and intercede for them to come back. Not just for souls to come into church, but the souls who left out, ooh, to come back. Many have gotten in their personal feelings and forgetting about their personal relationship. No matter what happened and how it came about, just know that Christ never reneged his yes with us. You know, he got slashed for hesitation. He got a slash on his back for manipulation. He got a slash on his back for us being offended. Walking in defense because of offense. You understand? Being offended, walking in offense. He got slashed for that. He bore it on his back while he was carrying the cross. Do you know how heavy that cross was? Being beaten, you losing strength right there because of the pain. That's why someone needed to help and they tried to resist and then they got beaten and they had to pull away. A gentleman had to pull away. He was getting beat too. Trying to help Christ. He had to carry that heavy cross being beaten like that. And then got nailed to it. But what's most important. He got up from it. Ooh, so did we. Some people feel like, you know what? I don't like when I seen that church. I don't like what I heard. I don't like what they doing. I don't like how things changing. And guess what? Many of us leave or stop coming as much as we want to. Who are we to say, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go somewhere else. We can't do that. I'm going to go to this location because it's closer to my home. We can't do that. We can't say, Father, let me erase this line in the Lamb's Book of Life and I'm going to rewrite what I want. We can't do that. We say yes to him. We say yes to his will. It doesn't matter if your pastor dishonor, you and I honor because God looking at our response due to our personal relationship. If you're in a situation where you see something that you never encountered from your pastor or my pastors, guess what? Lift it up before God. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't be bothered. Don't look bothered. 
Don't feel agitated because there's nothing more dishonoring than for a pastor to feel no honor coming back. I don't care if they're not being honoring or not because they are a gift from God. Just like buying your child a toy, spending all your money, and they look like, I don't want this. What do you mean? I give you my all, little kid. You ungrateful little kid? And God don't even call us that. He just sees that we're being ungrateful, but he's faithful even when we're ungrateful. So we can't do that. Somebody don't cuss me out. I'm not going there if I cuss them back out. Someone looking at me wrong because of what I wore. And that causes you and I to unflourish? That causes you and I not to bear fruit? We can't bear fruit where we're not planted. We can't connect to Christ where we're not planted. So what if your pastor or any pastor lose sight of the vision? Then you continue to recite it. You continue to look at it. You continue to speak a word over it. Same goes for me. We are really needed, whether it looked like it or not. What do you think God going to say to every pastor who watched people walk away and did not stop them? Because some pastors may say, you know what? Some more will come. Someone, some more will come. Some leave, some come. They have to deal with God, you know, with that with God. With that, that's not for us to try to deal with. We have to stay where we belong. How can I help in this, God? How can I be a help with my pastors? How can I be a help in the house? How can I be a help to keep it building and not tear it down? We can't go where we want to go. It didn't want to flourish unto the glory of God. There are people who say, you know what? I'm never coming back there. And there are some people right now who just in their feelings. In their feelings. And really miss where they belong. And know they are needed to. Well, I'm not going to go back because of this or that. I'm taking me and I'm taking me and my family and we're gone. We can't do that. We're not walking away from the person. We're walking away from the purpose because we encountered the problem. When we are problem solvers, When we hear negative news, we can't entertain it. When we are here to release good news. Don't ever say nothing negative about anything ever again. Because we're saying it unto God. Because we're not of the world anymore. We're of him. So why do we have anything negative to say in the first place? You know why some people are very flourish, are really, excuse me, flourishing and are very prosperous? Let me give you a, 
a testimony. I believe in honor when it's due. I just seen a beautiful story on a guy's page. He's from the island. His name is Newville, something like that. Him and his wife. Do you know why they flourishing like that? Because they don't never say anything negative. It's too much good going on for anything negative to be talked about. You can see the glory of God in him and his wife's life. You can see how people being drawn and how they're prospering and what they're called to do together. You understand? Many of us talking too much negative, negativity. We entertaining too many negative things and then want to bring forth a praise. We can't. We are consumed with goodness in his image and likeness. You want to flourish? Then keep being positive. Speak things into an existence by calling things that be not. If you notice a difference, then pray about that difference. Let them know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here because I love you. I'm here because I serve here. So what if I'm dishonored? I honor God. Therefore, I honor you. So what if I'm mistreated? I'm treated well by God. So what if I'm disrespected? I'm well respected in the kingdom. So what if no one talks to me? I commune with God. So what if no one acknowledge me? I'm acknowledged by God. We have to keep it on God and not put it on ourselves. We put the attention on us. We be bothered. We be moved. And we be negative. How can we go from honoring to not honoring because of what we encountered. So what if they say things we don't like? So what if we see them do things we don't like? So what if a neighbor next to you or usher come and say, you know, sit somewhere else. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I'm not in here for you. I'm not even in here for me. So I can't let you to uproot me out of my prosperity. We're going to sing. We're going to dance. We're going to give praise unto the Lord. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And we're going to shut the devil up. The devil was saying, why are you still standing? And he know why we standing? Because he knows that we know who we are. That's why we stand. Good always outweigh bad. We're not standing up for what's wrong. We're not standing because we're encountering things wrong. We're standing because we're encountering things that's right. Now you fight the good fight of faith. So what the media is not how it's supposed to be. So what if people not there as they're supposed to be? God looking at us. God looking at us. Because we can act one way around each other. But he's following us. And I don't mean behind us. I mean he would never leave nor forsaken. So wherever we go, he's with us. He's attached to us and we attached to him. 
There is no escaping God. And the word even describes when we make about beds in hell, he's still there. That's just an illustration. That's an illustration. Let me slow down to let us know he's not going anywhere. God's tears don't fall down his face. They shoot out his eyes into you, into your eyes. God's tears water your eyes. The tears that come from your eyes is coming from his. Because everything we feel, he feel first. Ooh. We used to have this. We used to have a choir. Okay, then sing then. We used to have a golf club. Then, okay. Pray then. This falling apart, that falling apart. Then build it back up then. The lowest thing I ever done was scrub some toilets. Do you understand me? Over 75 for almost two months every day of the week. Five days scrubbing toilets. And my legs were sore. My glutes were sore. Triceps, biceps were sore. Even my vertebrae were sore from bending and standing. Bending down the scrub and standing when I'm done. Bending to the next, standing up from the next. You want to serve? Yes. You want to serve with your heart, Quenisha? Yes. You want to do it behind the scene? Yes, that's much better. Go scrub the toilets. Oh. Okay. You understand? It wasn't no, oh, I'm too good for that one, God. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not doing that. I am not doing that. I did it unto the Lord. And that would never be forgotten. I understand some people's dishonor can have us to be pushed away because we cannot take the sharpness of negativity when we have positivity inside. But do not allow negative spirits to chase us away when one angel chases away a thousand demons. We cannot say, I'm not a part of, I won't go. We cannot start trouble and then once we see what happens when we do, oh, I don't want to be a part of it anymore because it got too much out of hand. If we're under somebody's leadership, then guess what? Follow instructions. And it does not mean give, you know, feedback. Because it takes two to become better. There are people right now sitting in other congregations and they know they're not supposed to be there. And we know people, we know people all say, Many don't even want to come because of offering. Thinking that, oh, that's what pastors are after. That's not even our thought to think. 
Here, God. Because I know that things cost. If I could go to, you understand, KFC, or if I could go to a movie theater, if I could go to a theme park or a beach or a hotel and pay for their services, then why can't I get pay for a service of love? I could pay for a concert, but don't want to sew into a house where I'm eating? I don't care if it's going into a pastor's account. So what? That's not my thought to think. I'm honored to be where I'm planted. I'll never forget when around the time when I first joined. And I had about $800 and some change that I was looking around my house to find. And that's what I had in my account at the time. $807. That was my direct deposit. And I just took the whole direct deposit out. I withdrew, I withdrew it. I looked around for change in every purse under the couch, inside the couch, in each coat pocket, purse. And I put it all in that envelope and it was too big to close. The knot was too thick to close. So I folded up as much as I could without no one seeing. Because I said, Father, I'm in this. I'm in it. I'm in it. All of me is in it. Not about my money. It's about my heart. Here. I put up something towards a light bill here. I put up something towards an electric bill, water bill here. <laughs> it don't matter who put thousands in, hundreds of thousands in. It's not about the amount to God. It's about the heart. There goes an example, a testimony. Cain and Abel. Cain thought he was doing something because he he had more money. But Abel had more of a, of a heart. I don't need no phone call from the pastors to be acknowledged, to know that I'm a part of the game. I don't need them to pat me on my back. I don't need them to know my name, to know I'm in the game. See, when I exalt the name above every name, then there goes my name. Who is that over there? Don't think people don't hear about us. Take the camera off of you for a second. And when I say for a second, don't even think about being captured for a second. Just think about why you say yes and why are you with God? Why are you with God? Why are you dancing and singing and cooking and doing logos and everything, clapping and praising unto the Lord? Why? Is it for people or is it for purpose? So we can get in the house for purpose. We have pastors because of purpose. It doesn't matter. That's why we hear a lot about David because David still served no matter if he was not considered. So what? I'm behind the scene with all this loyalty. And there goes my moment of shine. Who is this Philistine? See? 